post-credit brews with Matt and Dave. I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And on today's episode, we will be reviewing Ford versus Ferrari. I'm just going to say, Dave, I liked this movie a lot. Yeah, man, I, I really liked this movie, too. I'm kind of surprised by it, too. I wasn't really expecting much from it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really go into it with uh, super high expectations. I heard it was good, but, uh, you know, we watched it, and it was, it was a solid movie. One thing I do want to address, though, is uh, when are we going to start reviewing bad movies? You know, I really didn't even think about that until you just mentioned it. Yeah, I, everything I feel like we've reviewed has been pretty good. Yeah. So, hopefully a bad movie comes along and uh, we can review it and, uh, you know, be honest with our opinions. You know? Yeah, but I, I think when we see, <laughs> we see bad movies more, I think mm-hmm. we're, we're able to... At least express ourselves a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. We, um, I, you know, the audience might not know. Dave and I don't hold punches. No. So you know, a bad movie is going to come along, and Dave and I are going to rip it apart. Oh yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. So I mean, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker comes out next month. Who knows? Yeah. You know, you we could be brutal with that movie. You never know. But I have high expectations for it. So. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh. One other thing, too, so obviously we're going to be reviewing Ford versus Ferrari, but we do have a beer here as well, and uh, I'm going to apologize to you, Dave. I'm going to apologize to the audience, because I feel like I'm letting them down, but uh, instead of getting a can this evening, I bought a bottle. Sorry, man, how to do it? Eh, yeah, I, I guess so. And... Uh, <laughs> And it's a it's a bottle of uh, Yards Brawler. So from Yards Brewing Company, it's the Brawler. Um, I, I feel like this is one of their more popular beers, uh, and it's pretty good. So you might not hear it. Again, I apologize. You're not going to be able to hear the uh, signature post-credit crack. But uh, let's see if you can. Cheers. Cheers. Kind of. That's good. I've had that before. I've I've actually never had anything from Yards before. Yards is good. It's good options. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I mean, obviously the movie's about cars. So Dave, let's. Uh, I want to hear. What was your first car? Jeez, my first car was a um, a 1988 Toyota Camry. It was given to me by my grandmother for my 16th birthday. Okay. It had 185,000 miles on it. Jeez. Because for ten years, my grandmother only drove on Sundays to church mm-hmm. and to um, the, the supermarket, which were in the same like parking lot. Yeah, yeah. So she didn't drive it that much. No, not at all. And d- did it drive well? Because I mean, usually when you hear stuff like that, like person didn't drive the car that much, usually the car kind of starts breaking down a little bit. Yeah, it, it, it ran perfectly. It ran perfectly fine for me. Cool. Dude. It was just like an old old style car. Um, the seatbelts were attached to the doors. So when you open open the door, the seatbelts um mm-hmm. went with it and all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. there was no clicking for the seatbelt in the front. Yeah, I do have one funny story about my first car though. Let's hear it. So I went to I took took a girl to junior prom in mm-hmm. high school, and that's when I was driving, and I was like sixteen, seventeen, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, when you turn the key into the um ignition, like it it would like the car would start, but the key always got so loose. So when I um would be driving, every now and then the keys would just fall out Oof. like on, onto the floor I, sometimes i'd be driving and my keys would be on the floor but yeah. i'd still be able to drive it because it was like still in that in that shift mm-hmm. so i was i was driving driving my date to the <clears throat> to the 
the school for the dance, and um, I was just just trying to like make it make a joke, and I I grabbed the keys when they fell, and I said, "Hey, would you mind holding these for me?" And she's looking at me, she's like, "What the fuck?" And just I was having like a near heart attack, and yeah, yeah. Needless to say, I didn't get a second date after that. Oh, oh well, well, you know, happens sometimes, right? Yeah, but that's that's a funny story. So you would. You didn't need the keys. Like, the car was in that shift, so you didn't need the keys to be able to drive it. Well, like, when, you needed the keys to, um, to actually to, to, on, to start it, yeah. yeah. But it, it would it would fall out. They would fall out. Um, that would freak me out. Yeah. I'd be I'd be scared. It defaults to lies of physics. It, physics. it really does. Yeah, yeah. But well, What was your first car? My first car was a 1996 Regal Buick. Um, it was, like, baby blue covered colored i guess yeah um, it was a blue color and uh it was a good car it was so my sister drove it and then when she was in college i started driving it in high school uh, so it was like and, a hand-me-down uh, yeah pretty much yeah and I, I think by that point it had over like a hundred thousand miles but got me to where i had to go it was a good car you know yeah i've, I've seen it a couple times um mm-hmm. now what, what did you name it well i didn't name it that it was named that before me for my sister it was called regis they called it Regis, I don't, you know, a Regal Buick Regis, I, I guess. I don't, I never got the in on that story, but yeah, but it was cool. So it, three seats in the back and it sat three in the front. Really? Yeah. I, I forgot about that a lot, but like, like, like an old, a, like an old station wagon we used to do? Something like that, I guess so. But yeah, you could fit three in the front. Um, there was a middle seat where you, you know, you could lower the, the armrest type thing, but you could lift that up. And there was a seat with a seatbelt in it. I never really sat three in the front, but yeah. um, you could if That's you wanted cool. to. Yeah, yeah. They don't make cars like that anymore. No, nah, they I don't. I guess they don't. No. I don't know. But, you know, first car got me to where I had to go. And then, uh, you know, the next car that I bought was a uh, Hyundai Sonata. Okay, so, cool. That was good. Yeah, after I went through the Camry, I, um, you know, it was 88 Camry, so I was like, I, I need to, like, I just, I was just like, my next car, I definitely wanted to just get like interior lighting. That's all I wanted. I didn't even have interior lighting in my first one. So like when I actually leased two cars, at least a Ford Focus. Yeah. And then I went up to the Escape. So I've been leasing. I just got off my my, my second lease. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, when I remember when I went and leased, um, they, once I opened the door and I saw the interior lights, like, I actually like tear up a little bit. You cried. It was a beautiful sight. Well, yeah, it was like they were like, we got the Bluetooth and all this shit, and she's like, yeah. the lady's like, you got the Bluetooth and you got the uh, the rearview camera, and I just started hearing, you're like, are you really happy? I'm like, there's lights in here. It's beautiful. I can <laughs> see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, first cars. I, like, I don't need anything super showy. Like, even no. now, like, I don't need anything super showy. It's got to be dependable. It's yeah. got to get me to where I got to go. You see, look, I. That's it. I can't stand mechanics. I feel like. Go to mechanics and like you'll pay like, mm-hmm. and this is just like it's an exaggeration, but like you could pay like six hundred dollars for like a belt or something like that. Yeah, and like from releasing that, that's like three months of payments. Where like if I don't hear I hear a sound that I don't like, I can just take it right back and they and they can fix it for free. So you don't got to worry about like all that stuff. No, it's just like incorporated into your. Well, lease. well, now I do since I'm not leasing anymore. But yeah, yeah. But before then, it was like if something was like going wonky with the car, you could just take it in and. Like that was mm-hmm. covered. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, full coverage. Okay, but you got a limit on your miles, though, right? So you yeah, can't be going like, to the Jersey Shore every weekend. Nah, I mean, okay. I was like the I was like the worst person to uh to be leasing to because I would just drive to the train station. I took the train down to the city every day for mm-hmm. work. 
That doesn't sound bad, though. No. Because you, you can stay under that limit. Like, you can only drive, like, a certain amount within the lease. Um, so, like I'm saying, like, you can't be doing extensive driving, but... Yeah. I mean, I, I know people that have leased, mm-hmm. and, like, their their miles are done by, like, year one. Like Yeah. They they gave me, like, 10,000, like, 500 miles of a, mm-hmm. a year. Yeah. So, what do you do? Are you, like, a Boy Scout, and you're, like, I went over the 10,000 limit? How do you, like, what happens with that? I think it's just just a fine, or you just gotta pay, pay something. Yeah. Yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah, I guess, you know, not lease to you again. I don't know. That would, that would like, freak me out, though. I'd be mm-hmm. like, can't drive because i got to stay under the limit. But, yeah. Yeah. So. It's like, if you don't have money, it's a way to go because, like, you can do, like, zero down, but, like, mm-hmm. your, your monthly is just going to be more. It'll be a little more. Yeah. So I put, like, three, $4,000 down, and I, I was paying, like, $200 a month. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's like a but, brand think, new car. But, if, but if you think about it, yeah, like, yeah. How many times have you gone to a mechanic and you're paying like sixty, seventy dollars, like, every, like a service, but like you're going like four or five times a month? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, believe me, I've I've paid many dollars to mechanics in the, over the years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, I think I think everyone has like like that the first car story. Do you remember getting stuck down at a uh, Frankfurt Transportation Center in the Buick? Ah, oh, dude, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was your yeah. um, your Eagle Scout product, right? Yes. So for the audience out here, I was um, I'm an Eagle Scout. So my Eagle Scout project, I did a book drive, and uh, it was a big turnout. And you helped out with a lot of the project, Dave. I remember mm-hmm. that. And we got more books than anticipated. So. I mean, I, I donated them to three spots. One was a senior center, one was a nursing home, or nursing home, daycare, homeless shelter. But there were so many other books, like couldn't do. There, I think there's still books in my parents' garage <laughs> from this book drive. I, I'm I'm serious about that. So the books, um, I was trying to find a place to take them because like some places just weren't taking them. I tried to donate them to, um, you know, different. Uh, I'm trying to think. Donate them to different like thrift shops, things like that, and they just weren't taking them. So, what I did was I had seen Septa was doing a book drive, so we drove down to Frankfurt Transportation Center and dropped off a ton of books at this book drive. I parked in the section where all the taxis pick up people at that transportation center, and so. Parked there, turn the car off, go back to the car, turn it on, and the car doesn't turn on. So we're we're stuck there. It's not you know it's not going. My dad was there too, but we didn't have any jumper cables, nothing like that. So we are just completely stuck. And there's a bunch of angry people, angry taxi drivers, who just want to pick up people but can't because I'm in their spot. It was senior costume day. We just got out of school, so we, we were wearing costumes to school. You were dressed as Alan from uh, The Hangover, and I was dressed as Ash Ketchum. Mm-hmm. We're stuck at Frankfurt. Yeah, people are, are like looting these free books, mm-hmm. just taking them for free, and yeah. just staring at us because we're now like outside standing, mm-hmm. waiting for the mechanic to come. Yeah, I'm dressed as Ash Ketchum. You're dressed as Alan from uh, The Hangover, baby and all. Uh, in case anyone was ever wondering what I was for senior costume day, I was Alan from The Hangover. Um, and it didn't pan out as as well as I wanted it to. But well, if we keep drinking these yards beers, you might just start looking like them soon. Possibly, yeah. Let's keep drinking. Yeah. So, but that was funny. Yes, you were dressed as Ash Ketchum. 
um, trying to catch them all. And, uh, you know, we were just being good people, dropping books off. Um, and then the car just wouldn't start. You know who else was a good person? Yeah. Matt Damon in this movie, Ford vs. Ferrari. Good segue, Dave. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah, let's jump into the movie. So let's start talking about Ford versus Ferrari. I I dug this movie a lot. Yeah, I, I was I really uh-huh. liked it a lot, and I liked it. And I, I think one of the things that I like with it, but I'm also worried is, um, so this is a, a Fox movie, and as many of you know, Disney bought Fox, acquired Fox, you know, a year year or two ago. Um, to be honest with you, Dave, I don't think Disney's going to make movies like this. No, like I don't think they're going to greenlight movies like this. Um, different things like that. And it's a shame because it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I would just, I, I would recommend this to everyone out there to see this movie. Um, I, I, I'm not familiar with race car driving at all, any of that stuff, but I was able to follow this movie throughout the whole time. Yeah. I like that you mentioned that too. I cannot stand the race car driving mm-hmm. genre of movies. Yeah. The uh, the Fast and Furious um mm-hmm. um franchise is um it is to to say to say it is one of the worst things I've ever seen is an understatement. I just can't stand any, anything about it. You talking I, about the Fast and Furious movies? Yeah, like yeah. Just, it, it's all about the the racing the cars and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, um, it's really just actors sitting inside of a car in front of a green screen for most of the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean there. I, I mean I think I think that's a stretch to compare. This movie to those Fast and Furious movies, but I see like well, you know, what, what, what the was, draw wasn't the cars. Right? I'm, I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean the, the. I didn't clarify. No, you're good. Like every time I've seen like race car movies, driving mm-hmm. driving um, movies like the the Fast and the Furious, and even like Need for Speed with Aaron Paul, I was out recently. I never saw that. Yeah. I, I saw snippets. It wasn't it wasn't really that good. Yeah, like that that that's just like the mentality it has. Like oh god, it's mm-hmm. just gonna be them racing for like two yeah. hours. But like this movie, like I was deeply invested Catch. into it. From the from the from the get go. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good, and it. Um, I, I, one of the things is I think those those racing scenes in the movie you're able to follow. Yeah, and I know I, I think I read somewhere, and I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure I don't think any of it was visual effects. Like I, I think it was all like race, you know. I think I read something like that too. I, I'm not. I'm. I think I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was uh, it was a really good movie. I don't. So James Mangold directed it. Are you um are you familiar with James Mangold at all? Not no, I didn't never heard of, even heard of him. So he's got a good track record of directing movies. So Girl Interrupted. Uh, he did Walk the Line, good movie. Oh okay, good movie. Uh, the Johnny Cash movie, Girl Interrupted, Angelina Jolie, all that. I'm pretty sure she won an Oscar for it. I don't. Think I never seen, seen that. it. No. But uh, Three Ten to Yuma. Did you ever see it? Heard of it. Didn't yeah. see it. Good movie. Christian Bale's in it. He likes working with Christian Bale. It seems like. And uh, Ben Foster plays a great villain in that movie. It's a it's like a remake of a, an old western. And uh, Night and Day, Tom Cruise, Cameron Diaz. I never saw it, but. And then the two movies before this, he did The Wolverine and Logan, which uh, he did Logan. He did Logan. Logan. Logan was great. Logan's one of my favorite comic book movies. Um, but no, this. This movie was uh, this movie was good. I, James Mangold's a really good director. Um, I personally think I, he's probably going to get nominated for best director for this. I think and he should. Yeah, from what I saw, mm-hmm. it, it def- definitely like in, in the running for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
but no, th- this movie, it just, you know, did one thing I want to ask Dave, did you ever see Rush? The Ron Howard movie Rush? Also heard of it, also never saw it. Similarly, I mean, I don't think, it, it really did not do that well. Um, it was well received. The movie itself did not do, like, crazy well at the box office. Uh, but it was Chris Hemsworth who played James Hunt, uh, who I guess was just a, a really popular sports car driver. And uh, then you had Daniel Brühl, who played Nicky Lauda. Do I have that correctly? Yes, Nicky Lauda. So uh, it was a good movie. You did, it, your uh, you did your homework today, dude. I did. Uh, and the audience also cannot see that I have the IMDb page up for Rush. <laughs> so I'm just going to lay it out there now. But Rush is a very good movie. It... Uh, like I said, it didn't do too well, but it was it was similar where, um, you know, I, I'm not familiar with stock car driving, all that stuff, but when you when you watch the movie, you're able to follow it. Um, yeah. The racing, I mean, I'm pretty sure visual effects were using Rush, but uh, the racing scenes you're able to follow and all that stuff, so talked about that. We talked about James Mangold. Let's kind of jump into the two leads. So you got Matt Damon and you have Christian Bale in this movie. Uh what kind of stood out to you with, with either of them, Dave? Before we even start start talking about this stuff, I, I always warn you, if you haven't seen the movie, if you want to see the movie without an unbiased opinion, stop, stop listening to it now. Just I mean, leave. We're, we're not, we're not going to um, yeah. spoil the whole movie, but we're going to talk about things. Yeah. And, um, I would feel bad myself if I was the reason why you had mm-hmm. this thing spoiled for you. Yeah, but I also don't want you guys leaving like angry comments and reviews saying, you know, post-credit Bruce ruined this movie for me, you know. Um, I don't think they would. I think they would, Dave. Like, they would come up to us and they would say, why did you ruin Age of Innocence for us? <laughs> you know? If we're ever going to review Age of Innocence, I don't think we will. But if we ever were to, and we would spoil that movie for them, I would feel like I'm doing a disservice to our fans. When I just piqued my interest, now I think we, need, now we do need to review it. But yeah, just um, we're we're gonna be talking about some stuff. So yeah, if you listen to me on this point, mm-hmm. it's your own fault. I mean, it's not a crazy amount of spoilers for this no, one. No. So, but but Matt Damon's a is a famous um race mm-hmm. car driver. I forget I forget is it his name? Like what's, his, what's his Carol name? Carol Shelby. Carol 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 yeah. Carol 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 Shelby. Carol Shelby. Which is funny because when he did a guest spot on Thirty Rock, his character's name was Carol. Oh okay. Yeah, That's I, nice I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. So. Matt Damon plays Carol Shelby. He's yeah. a he was a famous race car driver. Um, that um had his career ended short because of a heart condition. So he had a yeah. I mean they don't go into it, but it looks like I guess he was in a race one day and he had a heart attack. Because the next scene you see him in the doctor's office. Yeah. So so he, doctor says you can't race anymore. Your your heart will will explode if you if you accelerate if it accelerates beyond yeah. a certain point, which is needed mm-hmm. for driving apparently. Yeah. And then it just looks like he kind of spends the rest of his career or the rest of you know what he does after that just selling like sports cars. Yeah. They really didn't mention like the background of him and Christian Bale, who plays um Ken Miles, who's um a mechanic by trade, and mm-hmm. you know he really was just like very very goofy throughout the entire movie. He well, even from the the start of his character, yeah, the one guy coming and like saying like my car's making this noise, this noise, this noise. Yeah, I mean he was um, he leaned into the goofy a lot, and I, I thought it was good. Yeah, like, it, Christian and- Bale was great in this. Christian Bale was a standout in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And what stood out to me the most was like him being goofy, but his I which I think might have been his natural accent mm-hmm. that he used throughout it was really com- compensated it very well like the yeah. goofy character he was trying to portray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, nah, and I I guess that was just 
you know, I guess Ken Miles in person was just this very like eccentric, um, you know, this eccentric person. And I think, you know, I think Christian Bale really kind of leaned into that a lot. Um, but no, I mean, one thing I want to bring up too is I, I thought Matt Damon was really good in this movie, but I think any actors you put next to Christian Bale, like Christian Bale is going to overshadow them, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, man. So, yeah. But, you know, I, I think Christian Bale is just, he he has a history of playing these, these showy characters. Um, and he does them really well. But I don't think that should take anything away from how Matt Damon is in this. Because I think Matt Damon is really good in this, too. Well, look at the fighter, for example. I mean, Mark Wahlberg was, like, this, mm-hmm. like, up-and-coming fighter. And he was, like, like, the hero. But the real story was about him being a druggie and... Yeah. And a drunk and yeah. all that shit, you know? Yeah, and I mean, I, I think you could argue with the fighter. Christian Bale's the main character in that. Yeah. You know? That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I mean, you have that. I'm trying to think of other, like, other movies Christian Bale's been, like American Hustle. Um, you know, obviously the Dark Knight trilogy. Um, he was good in The Big Short. The Machinist. Yes. I never saw that, but, yeah, I mean, he lost a ton of weight for it. <laughs> yeah, he, like, did you ever see the picture of that? I do, yeah, he looks he looks gross. It's like it. it's like scary, yeah. scary skinny. Mm-hmm. Rain of fire. <laughs> the, that rain of fire. Rain no. of fire. It was about dragons. Matthew McConaughey played a bad guy in it. I think. <laughs> I thought you were saying he played a dragon. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey voiced the dragon in that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> when you got a dragon, you got a friend, and that friend is me. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, Matthew McConaughey, I see he was a bad guy in that one, but you know what I think is interesting though? Go back to last year, um, when he did the movie Vice and he put on a ton of weight for that role and look at him in this and he's just like a twig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. No, um, I never should, I didn't, I didn't see Vice. Um, Vice is good. You said it was good. Yeah. Um, but no, I agree. He's definitely one of those, um, we talked about it a couple times in this podcast. We usually talk about Christian Bale being one of these um those method actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, no, he definitely he definitely commits a hundred like thirty percent to the role. Very method. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, can I try out my like Christian Bale's Dick Cheney voice? See if it works. Huh, the floor is yours. Do you think the audience is going to get it? Yeah, I don't think they have a choice. I'll try it. Yeah. Well, George, the uh, role of vice president is a mostly symbolic job, but perhaps we could come to a uh, different understanding. Epic fail. What? <laughs> that was good. I, I nah, think I'm most of our gonna, audience has I'm seen Vice. Just, just messing you. It, it, so. it, that, that actually was pretty good. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm getting self-conscious about it now. <laughs> I just want to take one minute and talk about the beer that we're drinking today. It's the Yards Brawler Champion Ale. It's a good beer, Dave. I, as I was saying before, I have had this before. This is kind of like my my go to Yards beer. Yeah. Um, for the first and hopefully only bottled beer we feature on this podcast. Um, Dave, they they know I didn't get cans today, so let's drop that and just <laughs> review this. Yeah, it's it, it is good. Um. Initial initial thoughts on on just drinking it. It's 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 okay. It's okay, and and in, in a good way too because it's mm-hmm. um it's four point two percent alcohol. So it's like if you're new to drinking craft beers, it's it's a nice enough way to start out. 
It's a good jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like it. Yeah, it's not super strong, but it uh, it's got a good taste, I think. I, yeah. I like the artwork on it. It's like a colonial English man mm-hmm. fighting a devil. Like, devil. like, like fisting up with the fisting up with the devil. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, I think one of the one of the things that I think when I look at this picture is, I think the colonial Engl- English man is upset because the devil didn't like his Instagram post, which was just like a post of, of like his burger from McDonald's that he felt the need to have to post on Instagram. Um, but no, nah, and you know the devil didn't like it. I think the devil thought it was gratuitous. The devil thought it was too much. And uh, they just started throwing punches, just based on this. I don't, I don't know. I think the English, the, the colonial Englishman usually uh, favorites all of the devil's tweets. So he felt a little hurt that the devil didn't like this, you know, Instagram post of a burger from McDonald's. Like, why would you post that, right? You see, you you thought of all that. I think it just looks like it's a, a rough draft of where the wild things are. Yeah, that's like the teenager version of uh, Carol from that movie, that book. Yeah, but yeah, no, this is it, it's a good beer. It's a smooth, cl- crisp classic, as the box would say. Mm-hmm. It's crafted in the style of an English mild. That's that's kind of fitting for um Christian Bale's accent in this in this um in this movie. I guess yeah. It's crafted. And there there was a fight scene in this too. Yeah, but it's crafted in the style of an English mild. This malt forward ale is great when you want to go a few rounds. It's funny because I have that same summary written on my resume. Which part? Just uh, just summary. Ba- ba- usually, like if, ba- if any job asks for a cover letter, I'll usually include that in there. Like right at the right top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They also they also have a little 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 like tribute to the to the people that are drinking it too. When we first got into brewing, it was just to make beer for ourselves. Selfish bastards. Friends liked it. So we made more. As our circle of friends has grown, so has our line of handcrafted ales. Funny how it all worked out. We're proud of each and every beer we brew. We hope you and your friends enjoy them as much as we do. That You know what, Dave? That is the same philosophy that I want for post-credit brews. Because I want to be able to just go home at the end of the day and just, you know, just... No, right. one, no one could see what you just did. <laughs> <All right. laughs> It's a uh, like the the champions. Like, yeah, yeah. Handshake around around yourself. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, um, I, I I agree with you. Um, we're trying out all these different beers. Um, we're just trying to give out some Philly love to all the the local breweries. So same thing goes for the beers too. If there is a beer that you want us to review or that you think we should review, drop it in the comments and we will get to it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But yeah, you know, it, it's it's a good beer. Yeah. I, I would recommend it. How, how many how many brews would you give give this out of out of five? Uh, four brews. Four brews. Yeah, yeah. Four brews. Mm-hmm. That's that's a, a solid four brews is good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's a good hey, beer. Hey Matt. Yeah. Do you ever brush your teeth and then like eat anything or drink anything and it just doesn't go this doesn't go well? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what else else doesn't doesn't go well? What? A yards brawler and driving. So don't do it. Don't do it. Do not drink and drive. There's so many other ways. Get an Uber, call a friend, get a Lyft, get the bus, get a taxi, whatever. Do not drink and drive, though. It's 100% not worth it. You have your whole life ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, drinking and driving are just ruin that. 
So if you don't have the confidence or the overconfidence to go against our wishes, there's there's different things and programs out there that can help you. We're getting deep in this PSA, Dave. Damn. You have to, man. I mean, yeah. we're seeing too many young people our age just going. We got we got to we got to. Mm-hmm. It's our it's our duty as as podcasters to to spread the word of love. Absolutely. So just don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Enjoy a few yards. Philly brawlers. Get an Uber. Go home. Go to sleep. I, you know. I, but on the flip side, if you're if you're home, if you're watching um, Ford vs Ferrari, crack those suckers open and just have a good time with it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Make sure you get a six pack of this and just just let it ride, dude. Postcarded Brews with Matt and Dave. Let's jump back into a discussion about Ford versus Ferrari. We we were like I was mentioning them. Um, we got kind of got sidetracked, you know. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon was the uh, race car driver. Mm-hmm. Career ended short because of a heart because of heart problem. Yeah, he yeah. Uh, is now selling race cars. Yeah, but um, he's always staying in tune to the the NASCAR racing yeah. field, and mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, Christian Bale's character is a mechanic by trade. Mm-hmm. Him and his son are—they're always, always down at the at the at the races. Yeah, you know? he actually is a I racer. Liked, I liked that. That was a good piece to the movie. Kind of how like how much his son was into the racing mm-hmm. too, and how close they were. Yeah, yeah. I liked that. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, you know, jumping to to Matt Damon. Um, I mean, he's in, I think he's in every movie that's set in Boston, pretty much. I think he is the poster boy of Boston. It's either him or point. Ben Affleck or mm-hmm. Casey Affleck. You know. I will say, so. I think, I think to date, I still think that. Um, Matt Damon's best performance might be, and it's it's not the wall with the Great Wall of China. It's not that. So I, <laughs> no. I knew I knew that's where you were going. It wasn't that. I thought that's yeah. I think his best performance might be um, Goodwill Hunting. I'm not gonna argue with you on that, Dave. Goodwill Hunting is good. Yeah, um, he's good in Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, what's he done since they like the talented Mr. Ripley? I've never seen that. Um, you know, he has the Bourne franchise. We bought a zoo. He's good in it. We bought a zoo. Um, did you like the motion capture he did for that movie? No, what did he do for that? He played a lion in it. Did he? Yeah, like he voiced the lion. Um, but it was weird because he was like Matt Damon the person, and then he also voiced the lion in it. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> do you believe me? Um, I mean. No, it's, he didn't voice a line in that movie. I, I was, I, I never know with you if you're lying or I, not. I, you know, you gotta go poker face. <sighs> Take that as a compliment. Um, but no, yeah, Matt Damon. You, you know what role I like Matt Damon in a lot is The Departed, because I felt like he played such like against character in that, where he yeah, was just yeah. like this like scumbag type, you know, scumbag type character. Um, but you always kind of see him as like the you know the clean. Person, but I mean, you know, Goodwill Hunting. He wasn't like the, but that was like his, one of his first like main starring roles. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had him in Saving Private Ryan. You see, a little sh- small part in that, but he was good. I think it was Ryan. I think with Goodwill Hunting, at least like you, you saw like different like um angles of like, of this character. Like you saw like the the degenerate, and you know, like he's from like the rough rough areas of Boston, and just mm-hmm. you know. Trying to trying to be that way to stay inside his clique, but he's also yeah. like this genius, and mm-hmm. then he has then he has the, the emotional side to him that that Robin Williams, who 
Robin Williams and Matt Damon together is like one of the best duos in a movie that I think I've ever seen. It was good. I love that that one scene where they're. That's in the also park I think bench. one of Robin Williams' like I think it might be his best performance too. Is that yeah? You won an Oscar for it. Yeah. Um, but you know you saw different aspects of this character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, I mean, like I th- and like you said, I think you saw like you knew about you. You kind of saw him as a clean guy in the the party, but mm-hmm. like you also had like that other side to him. But it was just like. Those two, mm-hmm. you got a lot more out of um, Matt Damon and Global Hunting, I believe. Global Hunting, yeah, yeah. No, he was, um, he was great in that. And I, you know, I thought, uh, and I think it's interesting too. You know, both him and Ben Affleck wrote this before this movie too. It was interesting because we saw that trailer for that one movie with Ben Affleck, uh, which I think looks really good. The way back, where he's playing the like basketball coach, yeah, he's an alcoholic, yeah. What I think is always interesting, though, is like, so both Matt Damon and Ben Affleck won Oscars for Goodwill Hunting, and they won it for, like, screenplay. But uh, I always just think it's funny, like, when you see a movie, and it's, like, for that, the trailer for that movie, and you have, like, Academy Award winner Ben Affleck. Not that I don't think he's an Academy Award winner, but usually when you see that, it's for, like, when they won it for acting. Exactly. You know? Like, I'm not thinking of, like, Academy Award winner Ben Affleck for screenplay. Mm-hmm. But uh, Goodwill Hunting's great. You know what movie I think Matt Damon's really good in too, and I personally I think this is his best performance is The Martian. Yeah, The Martian, the Martian was really is good. such a good movie. <laughs> I I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I, I like The Martian a lot. That was a good cast in that movie, but I thought he he really anchored it a lot. He was like one of his more like prominent like lead acting roles too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, and he was acting like most of it was just him. You know, he wasn't mm-hmm. acting with like anyone else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, very good. He had a small part in Interstellar. Remember he showed up in Interstellar? Yes. Yeah. He's kind of like, what? Matt Damon? What? Mm-hmm. I always love Matt Damon's feud with Jimmy Kimmel. It is funny. I, I, They play it up too much now, but it used to be like really, really funny. Are you thinking about like, that one interview where he sits down and he's like, oh, we don't have time for Matt Damon. No and like, it's the yeah. credits, but like, you see him like, hearse, like It looks like they're actually, he's actually yelling at him. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was, you know? Yeah, but like right now it's just so saturated. Yeah, no, nah, it's it's too it's too like overplayed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he's a good actor. And then, so so this movie pretty much is you know I guess to jump into kind of the premise of it is uh, so John Bernthal who plays Lee Iacocca. Do I have that correctly? I I think I think so. so. Yeah. So he he's a you know a prominent figure in Ford. And in the movie, I remember seeing that one scene where he goes to Ferrari, tries to come to, like, an agreement with them, and then I guess they find out, like, Fiat, am I saying that right? Fiat? Fiat, Fiat. Um, Wants to, like, strike a deal with Ferrari, too. Um, So they wind up going with Fiat, and they kind of push Ford to the side. And then Ford, uh, I guess, partners up with Shelby, and, you know, their whole mission is to try and take Ferrari at the Lamont 24. Yeah. Right. The 24-hour yeah. Lamont. Yeah. 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 They give a lot of freedom to Shelby. So, like, Shelby's working on the car, designing the car. He gets to pick the driver. And he picks Christian Bale's Ken Miles. But, you know, obviously Ford has this image that they want to try and, you know, that they want to really try and. Mass produce all yeah. these cars. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like Ferrari on the on the opposite side has like they have a small factory. They don't have that many models, but they they have like quality cars. So it's Mm -hmm. like a like polar opposites of what Ford's doing. Ford Ford has like big factories and 
they want to just produce as much as they possibly can, but it may yeah. not, be the, not be the best quality of a car. Yeah, yeah, and they, they, you know, like I was saying, they also have this image that they want to try and uphold. Mm-hmm. So um, you have someone like Ken Miles, who, like we we're saying, he's a very like eccentric guy. He's a very, um, I don't want to say like emotional guy, but he's definitely like he'll if he's angry, you'll be able to see he's angry. Um, you know, if he's upset, you'll be able to see he's upset. And uh, it was I thought that dynamic was really interesting because I like the relationship between Shelby and Ken Miles, but also Shelby's commitment to Ford. Where it was like, you know, any decision he was making, he was like, I want Ken to be here. And Ford was kind of like, no, like he's not a good image for Ford company. Mm -hmm. Um, And that really plays out at the end. I felt really bad at the end. And we'll talk about that later. But no, it was was really good. You know who I liked in this too? Tracy Letts, who played, uh, was it Henry Ford II? Yeah, he was was good. But I always liked it that they always made a point to be like Henry Ford the second yeah he wasn't henry ford the first the it wasn't second. in a comedy either it was usually used as an insult in yeah movie. yeah exactly um but i thought he played him well do you uh you know who tracy letts is married to in real life no carrie coon carrie mm-hmm. coon from leftovers she played ben affleck's twin twin sister in gone girl oh okay she's in fargo season three it's okay another fargo season three drop on this podcast uh but uh, no, I I thought he was really good in this. Yeah, he was good. Like, he was he was good. I, that one scene where they he takes him for a ride in the car. Yeah, and he's just like ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it that, was, that like, was a good scene. Realize that like you know it's more than just a machine. You know. Yeah, yeah. But no, I mean you had some good supporting players. I thought Ken, you know, Christian Bale, his uh, his character's wife, was good in this a lot. Too. Yeah, she and yeah she son. was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The son, I forget the name of the son. I I forget the name of the actor that plays the son. But he he's been in a few things. He's uh he was in a quiet place. Never saw that either. You never saw a quiet place? No. Oh, that's a good movie. Um, it was just too. I heard it was just too loud. Excuse me. <laughs> Did we see the right. <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't say it. <laughs> it was just a bad joke. Oh, it's a good movie though. You should check it out, Dave. Uh, but no, I, I thought Tracy Letts was really good in this. Um, like I say, you had, like John Bernthal. Josh Lucas. You haven't I, seen Josh Lucas in a while. I got Played a problem with asshole. John John Bernthal. He was such a big name character, and literally all he did in that movie was like pitch the idea for Ford to go into, into the race car business, and mm-hmm. like, and then he was just like in the background. He really had no other big role in it. Yeah, they didn't really do too much with him. I mean, you could tell he was definitely on like Shelby's side throughout the whole movie, um, but he was also kind of you know one of the big wigs up top. I Henry just think just, just for the John Berthold like like status as an actor of recent, I would think would much rather him be like like the main like villain that was underneath um Henry Ford II. I forget the guy's name or the actor that the plays him. him. Josh Lucas, yeah. I... What? Josh Lucas? You haven't seen Josh yeah, Lucas? In a movie? You your encyclopedia of like just actors. Yeah. <laughs> it's just incredible. I know movies, but he um I I think he he narrates for the Lowe's commercials now. I think. Uh, is that right? Is that right? I think so. Knows that guy's voice? Maybe, but he yeah he does the Lowe's commercials. I I can't even remember a movie he was in. I remember. I thought he was one of the um Adam Sandler's like buddy buddies. No, no, he's got the face for that though. Definitely, yeah. My biggest thing that I remember with Josh Lucas is when they were casting for the Dark Knight. He was potentially up for the Harvey Dent role. Which obviously went to Aaron Eckhart. I can see that. But um, I always thought that was cool. But yeah, no, Josh Lucas. I don't. I should have done my homework for him. 
Because I, I honestly, I can't think of a movie that he's been in other than this. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he looked familiar, so he's, I think he might have definitely been in something. Yeah, yeah, probably. But he played a jerk in this. I didn't yeah. like him. But I think John Berthold could have, like, probably played that role, played that too. Role. Yeah, I, I kind of like John Berthold playing a nice guy, though. I yeah. like he's always playing, like, those, like, tough mm-hmm. guys. He wasn't really like that in this. Yeah. But I'm trying to think. Are we missing any? You know what I like, too? Like, Shelby's assistant, the older guy. Oh, yeah, he was, he, he was good in this. He was cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I liked him a lot, too. To me, I think the standout in this movie, like like we said, was Christian Bale. But I also think, you know, the pivotal scene is obviously the Lamont 24, 24 hour Lamont, mm-hmm. um, at the end of this movie. And I really thought they they executed that well. And like I said, usually a lot of these race car movies kind of just like completely lose me. It's tough for me to follow. I don't know what's going on. But like, this was just a, a smooth follow all around. I thought. Yeah. You said you felt bad for Christian Bale in this at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I felt really, really bad for him, too, because, like, he really was brought into this whole thing because he knew cars very well. Yeah. And his whole job was to help, um, mm. Shelby build the car. Yeah. And then yeah. And Shelby, um, Shelby wanted him to drive the car, but Ford did not want him to because mm. Ford wanted, like, someone, like, um, someone to be, like, like the face of America. Like, they were the face of, like, America automobiles. Yeah. And, yeah. and Christian Bale's character was, like, you know, was poor, you know, like, he had an auto shop that, like was taken over by the IRS mm-hmm. and you know he was struggling for money and yeah and I and he just didn't really present himself as like he wasn't that like clean cut a, a clean figure. cut American figure yeah um, exactly that you know Ford really wanted to be able to market their cars to market their brand you know Ken Miles really wasn't going to be that person for them but at the same time but he put I mean, you're right Dave he put all that all the grit and, and hard exactly. work like, like yeah he was like there's mm-hmm. so there was multiple scenes of him working like late night shifts in the in like the in the garage in, like Shelby's garage yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no and, and that's true and like they wouldn't have won without him yeah and you know I, mean, I think he put a lot of effort into it and you know they showed that in the movie him working in the garage also just his you know his knowledge of cars mm-hmm and again, I mean, like I said, we're going into spoilers, but like, you know, at the end of the movie, it's like, I think it showed just how much effort, you know, how much dedication Ken Miles put into this race because he's like laps ahead of everyone else. And it comes down to the end where it's just three Ford cars are the only cars that are left in the race. And like I said, like Ken Miles is like two laps ahead of the other two Ford cars. And he gets the, you know, he gets the call saying like, hey, he's got to slow down. We want all three of these cars to pass the finish line at the same, or like right around the same just, time. Just for a photo. Um, and again, I mean, like the, the amount of records that Ken Miles could have broken just driving himself. Um, but Ford needs that, you know, squeaky clean image of these three cars, you know, driving. And, you know, I liked the scene a lot where Matt Damon sat next to him. And, could, and you could tell with Matt Damon, with, you know, uh, Shelby's character where he was just like, look, like I feel horrible having to deliver this news, but like, this is what those guys are telling me. But I liked in that scene where he was like, look, Ford wants you to slow down. They want you to, you know, all drive, like, past the finish line together in unison almost. He's like, look, that's what they're telling me. He was like, but you haven't followed the rules. He was like, so I'm going to let you make this call. And, like, at first you can kind of tell, like, he's like, all right, well, I'm just going to keep driving fast, fast, fast. And then I, I liked kind of that, like, shift that Christian Bale took where he was just like, you know what, I'm going to start playing nice. I'm going to slow down. But, I mean, it was tough to see, too. Because you could tell he really did not want to do that. Yeah, and with um, when Matt Damon was saying was saying that to him, it was the first time that, like, he was 
because he, he delivered news on behalf of Ford to Christian Bale multiple times. Like, you're not mm-hmm. going to France. You're not doing this. You're he, not driving that. Yeah. This is the yeah. first time that, like, he told them, but, but also said, like, it's not my call. Mm-hmm. The other times he was like, look, it's not my call. Yeah. And you, you got that, like, underdog feel throughout this, mm-hmm. you know, this whole movie where it's like there was three, two other Ford teams there, and you can tell, like, Ford put all their resources into those other two teams, and they were like, look, you know, Ken Miles is just going to be Ken Miles. He can do what he wants. Yeah. Um, and they really kind of, like, had the B team on that. But, I, I you know, I, I thought that really stood out to me in this movie. Um, that was good. And then, obviously, you know, like I said, I felt really bad when – you know, it, it turns out like they're not like even though he won, they're not going to award him first place. They're going to give it to, like we're saying that the squeaky clean guy rather than Ken Miles. It was all just based on the technicality, yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was weird. And the Christian Bale like, looked disappointed, but then he was like right after he's like talking like I think I can make him go faster. And like the movie ends with them just like at least that scene ends with them just walking yeah, away. They like, talk yeah. about like how they're going to make the make the car go faster mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. I, you know, I, I really. Um, like I said, I thought this whole like final scene in the movie was like the standout of it. This final big like piece in it mm-hmm. was really good. Yeah, you talk about what, what I just mentioned. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I mean, I think just that twenty-four hour race. In oh general, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought there there was a lot of like really good moments in it. Whether it be, you know, like Matt Damon's character messing around with Ferrari. What do you do? He took took their stopwatches and then he i liked it when he took the bolt and he like threw it like right in front of them and they were just like ah yeah what's yeah. falling off of this car just kind of just messing with them with their yeah. heads yeah yeah that, that was funny mm-hmm. nah I, I thought this was a uh this was a really good movie yeah, yeah um one thing I, I like about these type these types of movies like they really should just start like instead of like just doing like history classes for kids in school they should just like, like play movies that like if they want to get a point across like mm-hmm. if you want to talk about like like, like the Ford Motor Company and like, like what 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 time period was this? This movie like the I think this was the fifties, like the fifties or sixties. Yeah, yeah. Like if you wanted to just like give like a like a visual description of like history, because like just reading out a textbook is so much harder than like just seeing it. But like you could just like mm-hmm. just see the, the visuals of like the time period and how how, how how cars impacted all that kind of stuff. Like yeah, yeah. that might be a way to like the people could just like teach teach kids in schools. Maybe I mean you know. But I I think this movie is pretty accurate, like, history-wise. Yeah. You know, I think they got it right. I think they did their homework. So, what? <laughs> that was a terrible pun. I mean, you can tell. I mean, this this movie seemed like it was pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it definitely was. Yeah. Um, I would recommend this to everyone to see it. Yeah, um, yeah. it really is it's just an entertaining movie to watch. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it... It gets you get you hooked up, hooked on instantly. Yeah, no, I think you know, like I said, the performances from both Christian Bale and Matt Damon were uh, really kind of stood out in this movie a lot. Um, one thing I was going to ask you, Dave, because I thought of this, but like when Christian, I I always liked when Ken Miles was in the car because he would just be like looking at his like rear view and he'd be like, "Oh, Johnny, you're not going to get me," you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, he had he had some great like um some yeah. great wit in this movie. Yeah, I think a lot of it might have been improvised. That's just me. Like I, I think I'm very I curious. I'm very it. curious to see like if like that's true or not. Mm-hmm. The only thing needs to be said too is like Christian Bale is honestly like that method actor that like probably learned how to like drive cars like this just for this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. shows dedication, right? Yeah, absolutely. So 
But yeah, I, I thought that was really... Christian Bale had some really funny moments. What was that one song they sang? H-A-P-P-Y. I did, is I, that it? I, I don't I don't remember. Oh, he, there was a song he sang. That, I, you know, that might have been it. I don't know. There was like one really funny scene where like... He pulls up after winning the very first race like, of the movie. And he's like, it's time for like a cup of tea or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then his son like jumps in the front seat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just funny because like everyone's like arguing around them, and he just pulls up his time for a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it was good too. I forgot to bring up when uh, he starts the race and the door doesn't, the door's not closing. The bloody door won't yeah. shut. <laughs> <laughs> and the one guy just gets a hammer, just like slaps it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Really good movie though. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I give it, a, I give it a four out of five. Mm-hmm. I give it a four out of five too. Like I said, we, we really have not reviewed bad movies on the show yet. I know. So, if you have any suggestions for any bad movies yeah. that you would like us to to review, leave something in the comment section. We're, you know, we're, on, we're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're going to be on Facebook soon. Yeah, no, leave um leave some comments. If you want us to review a movie, we'll get to it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and we're still getting, like I said, this is all still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're still getting everything together. Yeah. But if you if you would like to come onto the show if you want to talk to us we're more than open to having people on mm-hmm. just give us um what do you think how about just give us a, a direct message on inst on instagram mm-hmm. let us know what we want to talk about yeah. and maybe we can fit fit you in yeah no we'll uh you know work it out we're looking to get some guests on this show moving forward my big thing is i want to try and like the guests that we do get on I want to try and connect them to like whatever topic we're going to be discussing. Absolutely. For yeah. that episode. Yeah. I mean, if, if there's any like, you know, any race car drivers out there, we would have got you on for this episode. You know, if there's any like overnight managers at like creepy hotels, we would have got you on for Dr. Sleep. You know? Yeah. I so, mean, clowns, the Joker. But also, if you're like a bartender and you and you like creepy hotels or you like race car driving, you're more than welcome to put your, put your ballot yeah. in. Too. We'll... We'll find a movie for you or a topic, mm-hmm. right? You, you'll get a confirmation email. Congratulations, mm-hmm. you've been selected to be on Postcard of Bruise. Yeah, gift basket. Um, I was thinking like, like a cozy, a cozy, and like um, a business card. Yeah, I like that too. We're gonna be unveiling our, our logo soon. We're pretty excited about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be good. But just yeah, just um, keep follow us on on our social media. Spread the word. Yeah. Spread the bruise. Spread the bruise. It's been a good episode. It's a good episode. Um, solid movie. Go out see Ford versus Ferrari before it leaves theaters. Uh, well worth seeing in theaters too. I think. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. I'm Matt, and I'm Dave, and this has been Post Credit Bruise. Thanks for joining. Mm-hmm.